Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Radio Anywhere. Best piece of music ever made. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. We've got a spiritual leader coming on in about 10 minutes. Honestly, best piece of music ever. Tell me a song that's got more 12-year-old girls up on the dance floor in the 80s. Tell me one. Tell me one. Tell me one. Tell me one song that's got more kids dancing than that. Best piece of music ever made. You can't deny it. Um, 0203-286-6370. We have got a special guest coming on in about 10 minutes, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. But someone's left us a voice message. So we, before we go to the spiritual um, chat, let's have a listen to this voice message. Oh. Hello, it be Woodpecker, the penguin farmer. He's got an eggs ready that you wanted. Uh where should I deliver them to? Oh, okay. Okay, that's one. We've got another voice message. Let's see what this one is. I've done a big shit. Oh. In my pants, done a big shit. Uh-oh. In this my is pants, not what we're about. This is not what we're about. That's not what we're about. Apologies for that. I should have checked those messages before... Uh, I should have checked those um, messages. Uh, 0203-286-6370 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. You're very welcome before we speak to Dick. Apologies for that. This is Tonight is a spiritual show. Okay, Tonight is spiritual and um, uh, messages like that are totally, totally, totally inappropriate. I've made a big decision in my life. I'm going to stop. I, I'm going to stop laughing when other people are laughing. If I don't find something funny, I kind of I, I came to this this um, discovery about four months ago. I was at college, maybe less than that, and everyone was laughing at something, and I was laughing at the thing that they were laughing at. And then I thought, but I don't I don't find this I don't find this funny. The thing that everyone is laughing at, I don't I don't find it funny. And so I made the conscious effort, and I was able to do it for about a week. I made the conscious effort that I was not going to laugh or smile at other the things that other people were laughing or smiling at unless I thought the thing that they were laughing or smiling at was funny. If I didn't think the thing they were laughing at was or smiling at was funny, I wasn't going to laugh or smile. And I managed to do it for about a week, two weeks, and then, you know, social conformity, and I kind of fell by the wayside and... Um, I ended up laughing and smiling. But tonight, I was I was out somewhere. You don't even need to know where I was out. It's none of your freaking business, okay? And people were laughing at something. And I was... <laughs> and then I thought, but I don't find it funny. 
So I'm back in the New York groove of um, if thing, and I'm going to make this my thing, right? If someone says something and everyone is laughing or smiling and I don't find it funny or amusing, I'm not going to fake it. Now, is that mean? I put this out to you, dear listener, 0203 286 We've got a guest in, in, in seven minutes, uh, six minutes. Um, so you, you can call in before. But once we've got the guest on, you'll have to wait until the guest is finished. Okay. So is that is that cruel? Is that mean? Or is that just me being authentic? I think it's congruence. I think it is authentic me. I'm not doing it to... Why, why should I... First of all, I suspect it may be my neurodiversity, my ADHD, that is um, uh, that is um, that, that, that is not finding things funny that other people find funny. Okay, or maybe everyone's doing it. Maybe everyone is laughing at stuff that no one finds funny. Is everyone potentially? Is everyone potentially doing that? Is that what's going on? I don't want to be the guy that's laughing at... Um, I don't want to laugh at stuff that isn't funny. Tell you what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a song that popped up yesterday on my Spotify. A song that popped up yesterday on my Spotify. Because I want to play... I've I, I listened to this song. God, where has it gone? Where has it bloody well gone? I was listening to Miss Makinomiya, and then this other song got... Ah, no. Is that it? No. Is this it? No, I don't think this is it. No, no, that's not it. Oh, man, have I got to go to YouTube and find it? What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Let me go to YouTube and find it, because it's some... It's this cute little song that was on my Spotify, and now I can't find it. Hello, Cola. Hello, Cola. You're asking if everyone laughs at things that aren't funny. Yep. I laugh at this show. Fuck off. That is that is rude. And I apologise to Sarah. We've got a spiritual, uh, you know, spiritual guy coming on. So I apologise. Um, I apologise. That was vulgar. There's going to be no more swearing. Where is this song? Oh, my God. I really wanted to play this song. I tweeted it. Yes, man. I tweeted it. Hel- Hello, Cola. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thank you very much. How may I be of assistance to you, sir? Um, I don't know if I'm... We've spoken a few times before, but I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm, um, thing or not, I think from having heard you quite a bit in the past, I think I'm right in saying that, you, that your kids are a little bit older than mine, but I've got two boys, three and six. Yep, okay, um, funny names, yes. Um, <laughs> it's an old joke, it's an old joke, it's an old joke. It's a good one, and I laughed, I thought that was funny, not because anyone else did. Um, yes. But I'm, I'm a bit worried, man, and I don't know if I should be, I don't know if I'm overreacting, but my six-year-old is like... He's nearly seven. Okay. And he's finding school hard, man. Okay. And he's he's not picking things up very quickly. Um, we we've got like math tutor that works during the week. Um, I don't know how much of a difference that's making. Don't think we'll remember. Okay, this week, this is that thing, and he'll get it. And then two minutes later, he's just he forgot. It. I, I, I'm overreacting. 
uh, your, your phone line is your phone line is your phone line is appalling. Um, but I, I, have you? I mean, have you checked in for uh, checked him? I know it's not as easy as you, you just go. You just do. A, have you checked in for dyslexia or autism or ADHD or anything like that? Not yet. No. Um, I, I think of the three, dyslexia is probably the most likely. Yeah. Um, he's not really displaying any other kind of symptoms of, of ADHD or ASD at the moment okay um it, it might be dyslexia or it might be that he's just finding that difficult um I, I, how, how are I, you? I and I, listen, Liam, I'm aware that we're going to. I'm going to play a little song in a second, and then we've got a guest. But we'll be taking phone calls after the guest. Um, okay. So I, I don't want to rush you, but I, I, you know. Yeah. Um, how are you? Uh, I, I, I'm concerned. I'm worried. I would imagine, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and there's just little things coming through, which like he said something the other day that he gave a wrong answer in class. And like the other kids start to laugh, and you know that's kind of you know for six-year-olds. Oh, sorry. that's that's yeah, that's developmental. <laughs> that's that's going to be a huge have a huge impact. Liam, I have to take a guest right because it's booked in. So what? Yeah. So but so I'm literally. I'm, normally I would kind of push things back, but I got this guest booked in. Would you be able no, to? No, would you be yet. able to call me back in? I don't know how long I'm going to be talking to Mr. Larson for. Could you call me back in yeah. about half an hour or something? Was yeah, that yeah, possible? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Listen, and when he's finished, give us a call back because I want to talk to you and give you the, the proper proper attention that I'm unable to do at this precise second. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you, mate. I'll speak to you in a little bit. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay, right, so we're going to speak to Dick Larson in a minute, who's talking about Maitreya. I don't really know. I got sent a load of stuff, and I still don't really know. But I want to play you this really cool Japanese song that I found. I think it's by uh, Tokoto Sampo. I think. Or maybe that's the name of the song. I just don't know. That's amazing, right? I just popped up. I love, I love uh, Spotify primarily because Joe Rogan's on there, and um, he's he's he doesn't. It's not because of that. It's just because things like that pop up. We got a guest coming on. Let me just phone this guest. I have no idea how this is going to go. Hello, Hello, Dick. Hello, Dick Larson. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you well. Thank you, Dick. It's nice to talk to you. Whereabouts? Whereabouts in the world are you, man? I'm uh, just below Los Angeles in Southern California. Now, I don't like L.A. Every time I, I've been there a few <laughs> times and it's like soulless, man, and it's, it makes me tense. What's it like just below L.A.? Um, it's about the same. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Now, listen, Dick, first of all, thank you, because I know we we postponed this because I got COVID and it was yeah, it was a terrible state of affairs. I, I'm fine now. So oh, I, I know we've put this off a few times. Thank you. Um, I'm intrigued, right? Because your assistant, Jason, got in touch and said, would you like to interview Dick Larson about the biggest event taking place in the world, the emergence of Maitreya, the world teacher? Now, that is a great opening sentence to send to people, Dick. Um, <laughs> when you're looking, yes, I want to talk about the biggest event taking place in the world. What is going on? Well, are we live now? We are live now. Yeah, they can hear okay, everything. Good. Let's get straight okay. into it. And your name is Ian, right? My name you know is Ian. Most Americans call me Lane because they think the first I is an <laughs> L. So I go by Ian or Lane, whatever. I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had it right. Sure. Okay. Well, the couple things I'd like your audience to know before we get too far into this yes. is 
one thing that I always tell my audience is the first thing is, please don't believe a word I say. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because I'm not here to convince people that what I say is true. I'm just here to give out my information. Blind belief, I don't recommend to anybody. Nope. So I, I'm just not asking them to accept this at face value. I hope, of course, that 20 or 30% of what I have to say makes sense to them. And if it does, I'll be quite happy Jeez, with Dick, that. Jeez, Dick, if 20% makes sense, that's going to be a higher percentage than, than normal in this show. So that's that's aiming high as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, let's go for 10 then. Okay, <laughs> that's more like it. Go on. <laughs> and then the second thing I'd like them to know, they always ask, where do you get this information? What's the source of your information? So I'd like to say that the source of my information yes. is from something called the Ageless Wisdom. The Ageless Wisdom is an ancient philosophy as old as humanity, but it's a, an active philosophy today. It's about today and about the future. And the two latest teachers of the Ageless Wisdom were a woman named Alice A. Bailey, who wrote about 20 books in the 1930s and 40s. Right. And then a man you may have heard of, Benjamin Krem, spelled C-R-E-M-E. -E. Do you know, I haven't heard of that um, Okay. He's a Scot he was a Scottish painter right. who, who lived in London and traveled the world for about 40 years, yeah, giving tired. out the information, some of which we're going to talk about today. Okay. Now, he, pa he passed away a few years ago, uh, but I knew Benjamin Krem quite well. I uh, meditated with him a lot when he would come to the United States for a week. And um, I attended a lot of his lectures and had a lot of personal conversations with him. And to me, what he said just made sense. It was more common sense than anything else. Okay. And so he's the source, uh, and the ageless wisdom is the source of my information. Now, the greatest event. <laughs> I want to know the biggest event taking place in the world. Yes, in, in the world, actually in the history of humanity. Here we go, man. Um, about every 2,000 years, we get a great teacher. Yep. It's been 2,000 years since Jesus and the Buddha, and it's time now for another teacher. Yes. And this great event is that this teacher is going to come forward openly to humanity. Um, he's already started that process. But here's, here's the story. Our solar system comes into alignment with each of the 12 constellations in the zodiac, these great, great heavenly bodies full of energy. We come into alignment with them one at a time. And when we're in alignment with one of these constellations, we say we are in the age of whatever that constellation is. The dawning is. of the age of Aquarius, that kind of stuff. We write silly songs about it and take our clothes off. Bingo. There we go. Yeah, you hit it. For the last 2,000 years, we have been in alignment with and in the age of Pisces. Mm -hmm. And the, the teacher who came to inaugurate the age of Pisces with the teaching of God's love was, of course, Jesus of Nazareth 2,000 years ago. Now, we have started moving out of the influence of Pisces and into the influence of, of Aquarius. Oh, okay. So now we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Well, they're very different energies. The energies of Pisces were individuality and dedication to an ideal. Man has come out of the herd in the last 2,000 years. We're powerful individuals now. We stand on our own. And dedication to an, uh, the ideal of freedom is what saved the world in World War I and World War II. 
So Pisces has done its job. The problem with individuality is Pisces has caused a lot of separation, Ian. Oh, my God. You tell me about it. We got Trump, Brexit and COVID. Everybody's going in different directions and fighting with each other. Absolutely right. That's right. So are we going to be, are you saying that we're going to be brought together by the age of Aquarius? We are. The energies of Aquarius are cooperation and synthesis. So the, the energy of Aquarius is going to take these powerful individuals that have been developed under Pisces and unite them. Have us work together cooperatively. Now, uh, let me stop you there, Dick, because that sounds like absolute bullshine. And I tell you why, because, you know, I'm, I'm before I came on, I'm just uh, reading about oh God, British politics and stuff. And it's sure. it's corruption. It's lying. It's deceit. We've had the leader of the opposition. You know, people were going up to him with a noose because our prime minister is lying. Man, this is how it, this could this can't sort itself out, can it? <laughs> yes, it can. But it won't happen overnight. Right. But here's the thing. With the change of energies, and these energies, as you've observed, are very powerful, mm. the separation and so on um, that has occurred. Um, with the change of energies, these leaders that want to run the world and tell us how to behave and what to do, and, and they love the feeling of having that power, their time is done. Because one of the things that's going to happen under Aquarius is the everyday folks like you and I are going to run the world. Oh, come on. That sounds beautiful. I don't believe that for a second, Dick. If we don't like what somebody's doing, we're going to, we're going to realize our power, starting to realize our power, and we're going to vote them out. But you know, but you know right, we, you and I are on the fringe. Listen, I don't, I've, I've, I've read your bio, and, and there's some stuff I dig, and there's some stuff I don't. But I think the yeah. similarity that we have, Dick, is we are both on the fringes, right? I'm on the fringe in terms of broadcasting in as much as I don't do those shows where you have someone from the left, someone from the right, and you go, fight! You know, I do kind of a nice, like, loving show where we talk about mental health and art and we celebrate stuff. And you're yes. on the fringe because, well, you know why you're on the fringe, because you're talking about I'm, Maitreya. You know, I'm, no one's going to listen to us. talking about prophecy. Well, you're talking about prophecy. And, and that is a fringe, that's a fringe thing to do, you know, in, in as yes. much as, it might be right or wrong, it. the masses ain't going to pay any attention to you and they ain't going to pay any attention to me. That's, that's exactly right. So, so we're screwed. <laughs> no, we're not, because we have a larger audience than we realize. Okay. Ooh. People are starting to tune in. People are ready for change, a lot of them. Now, the old timers, the old Piscean thinkers, they're not. They're going to hold on to the way it was as long as they can, but their day is over. They just don't know it yet. The younger people that are coming into adulthood now and coming in uh, to to physical being mm. on this planet are ready for change and you know that you've seen it well i hope so do you know what while i'm talking they I got, see the need i got yeah. my i got my computer on in front of me and, and flashing up on the screensavers are pictures of my two boys who are 10 and 12 right and oh, i really i really really hope I, I i worry that we've screwed everything up we've screwed up the environment we've screwed up politics we've screwed up everything for for those guys that are coming up now yeah we we have See, we, humanity, and I say, don't, I don't mean personally you and I, I mean, or the listeners, I mean humanity, over the, over the centuries has made the same mistakes over and over. We haven't learned the lessons. And when that happens, the tension reaches a tipping point, yeah. and something big has got to happen to let us know mm-hmm. of the need for change. Hello, pandemic. Well, hang on a minute. So, 
Oh, I'm enjoying talking to you, Dick, and I hope you don't mind me asking questions and stuff. No, I so, love it. So hang on, the p- pandemic was a tipping point that had yes. to happen. Why? Yes. For what? Because we're not learning the lessons of our mistakes. Right. We can't end war. We can't end starvation. We can't stop killing the planet. And we just keep doing it over and over and over. But and the finally, pa- that, Go on, sorry. that's an energy. That's an energy that yeah. creates a tremendous worldwide tension. And something's got to give. But, but the pandemic but the pandemic is causing more division. Because now you've got the yes. vaxxers versus the anti-vaxxers, the people who wear masks, the people who don't. That's, that, that division is even bigger. So how is it bringing us together? Well, it's not the pandemic that's causing the division. The division was already there. Okay. It's just becoming evident because of the pandemic. Right. Okay. You know, and that's one of the things that happens during this change of of ages and alignment. In 1625, the the astronomers call it the precession of the equinox. We call it the change of the ages. It's the same thing. In 1625, we started moving out of the influence of Pisces. And in 1675, we started moving into the influence of Aquarius. So where we're at, Ian, right now is that those two energies are crisscrossing on the planet. And whenever that happens, you have chaos. Mayhem. It's mayhem. All right. So this too shall pass. Uh, Well, uh, hey... that's one of my favorite phrases, you know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in I'm in recovery, and I learned that really early on. This too shall pass. Um, right? Okay. So, uh, d- d- tell me about Maitreya. So, Maitreya yes. is like what? So, Maitreya is what has, was around when Jesus was around. It's the same, and he's coming out again. Well, Maitreya didn't come forward. Jesus came forward. Okay, but Maitreya was there. Yeah, the typical way right. that these great. Um, Masters of the wisdom, they're called, the senior members of our spiritual kingdom. The typical way that they give out their teachings is through one of their very advanced disciples. The Buddha was was one. Jesus was another one. And here's what they do. The, The disciple comes into incarnation. He's born. He knows why he's here. Jesus knew he was the teacher who came to inaugurate the age of Pisces. What's the symbol for Pisces? Fish. The fish. Well, there's two symbols for Christianity, the cross and the fish. Mm -hmm. He knew he was the teacher for the age of Pisces, and he agreed. This was a big sacrifice by him. He agreed to let Maitreya's consciousness enter his mind, his consciousness, his soul, and give out. So he gave out Maitreya's teachings. But he never mentioned them. Maitreya is not mentioned in the Bible. So why, why is he not mentioned? Well, he is mentioned. He's mentioned under a couple different names. Well, Melche- Melchizedek. Is come on, Dick. You, you, can't, you can't say, oh, he's mentioned, but it's a different name. Because that, well, that sounds a bit like fishing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just say he's not then. Okay. Though he, is. he is, but people aren't aware of it. Let's put it that way. All right. I like you, yeah. Dick. I like so you. So he, he overshadowed Jesus. Yep. And for the, for the three years from the baptism to the crucifixion, Jesus gave out Maitreya's teachings. The same thing happened. And so... Since Maitreya is the Christ for our planet, Christians will have a problem with this, and I understand that. Yeah. But it, it'll get sorted out as time goes on. He <laughs> is the—I like you a lot. <laughs> he is the Christ for our planet, right? And so Jesus became known as Jesus the Christ. What about the Just Muslims? Like, are the uh, are Muslims not going to be upset by this because they're going to be no, saying, no, "Well, no. go on." No, all all the world's major religions are expecting their great teacher at about this time. Okay. 
And with worldwide communication now, one teacher can meet all of those expectations. And that's what Maitreya will do. Can I read you some of the stuff that your assistant, your assistant friend, colleague, I don't know who, Jason sent me? Sure. Um, it said, no, blah, 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 blah. here we go. Let me read this paragraph. This is one that stood out to me. Okay. Maitreya descended from his Himalayan retreat in July of 1977, where he has lived for the past 2,000 years. He entered Pakistan by foot before travelling to London by airplane and hence fulfilling his prophecy to return by way of the clouds. And here's the line. Currently, he lives in London as a seemingly ordinary man. Yes. Where? He lives in the Asian community on the outskirts of London as an ordinary man. Now, here's the thing about the masters. They make their own bodies. They're in bodies bodies that... I shouldn't say that. Maitreya made his own body. Right. He can't be killed. He doesn't need to sleep or eat. He works 24 hours a day. Wow. It took him years to make this body because even as one of the great masters, it's never been done before. Yeah. He is the head of the spiritual hierarchy, the head of the senior members of our spiritual kingdom. He's the head of that group. Um, And now he's coming himself. He planned on having another disciple represent him for the age of Aquarius, and then he changed his mind. He said, nope, I'm coming myself. The world needs me and my my teachings. He doesn't come to start a religion. He doesn't come to force anybody to do anything. He comes as a teacher. He's going to make suggestions, and we have free will. We can either follow them or not. Um, uh, Benjamin Krem said it'll probably be about a third, a third, a third. A third of the of humanity will say, yes, what great ideas. Mm-hmm. It's about time. Let's start. A third of humanity will say, oh, I don't know about this guy. I'm going to wait and see. And the other third of humanity will say, oh, look out, Antichrist, Antichrist. Yeah. He's evil. He's evil. And and that's how it'll start out. Okay. So but this, that, but th- that third that's for him will be more than the critical mass needed to start turning to affect the change okay so this guy my trayer lives in i don't know slough or you you know places kind of west of the slough yeah it's around there do you but but, uh, dick (laughs) i want to ask you how you know this but it's kind of faith and faith is not there so do we do you know who he is do you know it's like you know raj patel living in um no okay you don't know do i know do i know his normal human name No, no i don't I, I don't. Um, but I'll tell you, he, how do I want to say this? The masters can travel by thought. Oh, so he, yeah. can, he can appear in 27 places at once. You can shake his hand all 20, in all 27, and he'll be a solid physical to you. That's, how they, that's what they do. They're masters over all of the energies of planet Earth. Gravity doesn't affect them unless they want it to. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and we know everything's energy, right, Ian? I mean, oh, yeah. even in even that. in a in, even in a heavy stone, there are electrons spinning around the nucleus of atoms. Everything is stone. moving. Everything Absolutely. is moving. Yeah, everything is vibrating. Well, it's all energy, and that's what the masters are masters of. They're masters of the energy, and so they can appear and disappear. They can make statues bleed. They can make. Shit paintings ooze olive oil oh my they, god because they're masters of all of these they're why would they want to make paintings ooze olive oil be, because 
it's a sign right. that God hasn't forgotten us. Okay. There are Maitreya said for those who need them, there will be lots of signs that the time the times are changing. And over the last thirty years there have been tons and tons okay. of what we call You know miracles. I've got two questions I really want to ask. The first one is, sure. is is the obvious one, right? And I'm sure you've heard this a million times. How, what about babies with cancer? You know, what about um you know, people babies born with deformity, all these horrible things going on in the world. It sounds yeah. like Maitreya could stop all of that. Ah. Go on. Perfect point. There we go. Yes, he could. Then stop it. Stop but babies he, dying. But he, but he can't. Oh. Because of the law of cause and effect. Okay. Because of the law. When in the East, they call it karma. The scientists call it the law of action versus reaction. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We call it the law of cause and effect. It's taught in all the major religions. Jesus taught it, as you sow, so shall you reap. And so this is one of God's great, great laws. And since we have created the problems, we're the ones who have to clean it up. He's not going to come and wave a magic wand and make everything okay. He's going to give us suggestions, and then if we act on them, we can change life on this planet. Okay. And then the next question is when, what, what, when, what's the date? Because, you know, you're you're saying saying every (laughs) 2000 years, Dick, that's quite a, you know, there's a bit of room for maneuver in there. There sure is. Have you got a date? Is it this year? No, I don't have a date, but I can tell you my, I don't have anything official, but I can give you my, my thoughts on it. My thoughts are that we will see him worldwide on television and hear him worldwide on radio, hooked up by the satellites. Um, that we will that will happen within the next five years, and I'm guessing within the next two to three, probably. It, it says again in this thing that I got sent. He has been he has been giving television interviews around the world for several years. Maitreya does not use his real name, makes no claim to status, and comes across as an ordinary person. So has yes. he been doing TV interviews? Yes, he has. He has been doing them for over a decade. He started in the United States, and I don't know what the network was, and I've never seen any of his interviews. Okay. But a lot of them were as a member of a panel where they would talk about homelessness and starvation okay. and, and freedom and, and justice, uh, social justice and things like that. And he would give his opinions. Some of them were as an individual. He's interviewed in over um, 170 He's had over 170 interviews. But you, you don't um, know, you, you couldn't go on YouTube and find them because you don't know who he is. That's right. Wow. He's, but he's interviewed in Japan, China, Vietnam, Malaysia, India, Indonesia, the UK, mm. the US. Now, the UK interview, as I understand, that hasn't been aired yet. Okay. Um, they, they were afraid to air it for fear of criticism. Oh. Uh, and, and I think they even went to the Queen about it. What? The Queen? Yeah. <laughs> the, queen, the Queen doesn't control what's on British TV. I don't know what they've no, told well, you over what, there. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's, that's, my, that's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, um, he's had a lot of interviews. <laughs> I don't know if he's still doing them or not. I think so, because what he told, what Benjamin Krem's master, Benjamin Krem was taught, yeah. How how to receive communication from one of these oh. 63 great masters and that's where he got his information. And and it took he was taught it took years to teach him exactly how to do this. Yeah. But that's where he got his information and and he and his master both said that um Mike the way it will happen probably and this is the plan is that during his interviews the media representing humanity will start to realize this is no ordinary man yeah. and and there's going to come a time when they're going to say wait a minute 
who are you really? Who are you really? And that will set him free because we have free will. That will set him free to tell the world who he is. Dick, can I ask you a personal question? And feel free of to course. tell me to jog on if it's too personal. I'm reading your bio, and it says you're a corporate business executive for over 20 years. What did, what did you do before you, you did this? I, um, I provided insurance wow. for large corporations like TRW and, and Cedars-Sinai Hospital. So and what was, what like was the turning point? When did you go, right, <clears throat> I'm not doing insurance anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the word preach, but with a small P. When, when was, I, what was the turning point? I got laid off. Oh, wow. <laughs> they laid off the tw- the 20 the top 20% the most expensive people in the company I was in which was about 120 people in the company in yeah. in the Los Angeles office of the company and I was one of them. And so I thought, well, what could I do that would be more useful? And I decided that I wanted to work with the special education folks. Mm-hmm. So I be- so I I took the California test and became a teacher for special ed and I fell in love with autistic children yeah. and I worked teaching autistic children for about three years and I realized, no, this isn't it. Um, so then I started doing, and you'll appreciate this, Ian, yeah. I, I, I went back to school and got certified as not only a, a California, but an international drug and alcohol counselor. And I became Whoa. a drug and alcohol counselor. I worked with addicts and alcoholics. I ended up running a treatment center in Pasadena, California. And then I went to a private school who wanted to start a program teaching adults how to be counselors. Mm-hmm. And I set, up, I set up that program, and I was the primary instructor in this college to teach adults how to be drug counselors. And then I retired. This is, and I want to just get the next bit of that story in a second. But, but, but let's pause it there for a second. But this is this is very very interesting because I lost my job. I was like in a big national radio station. I lost my job June twenty twenty, and I as soon as I, I got kicked out of that, I thought I need a change. So I I've started training to be a counselor. You know, like a kind of therapist, one to one, sit down and chat. And I'm coming to the end of that training. As you've, you've heard me mention, I'm in recovery. I'm, you know, I'm the recovering drug addict and all of all of that stuff. Yes. So I yeah. understand that journey. Congratulations. If that, well, thank you, man. And, you know, thank you for the help that you provided other addicts because this is this is a tough disease. So I'm 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 with you on that, you know, kind of working for the man for a big money industry and then going off and doing something more altruistic. But yes. I've stopped here. I'm going to be a cat, possibly be a counselor and whatever. I'm not going to go on to talk about my trayer. And so what was the leap from from working in schools to to, this, to you being here tonight? Yes, I'm a volunteer for a, for an international nonprofit called Share International. And Share International was an organization started by Benjamin Krem. There's a magazine, a monthly magazine called Share International Magazine, yep. which is very, very reasonably priced and people can can subscribe. I highly recommend it. It's monthly. It's high quality. We, at the end, you can give me all of the links you need and we'll we'll put yeah, them all out thanks. there. So you, yeah, we'll get no that ads. Time. Yeah. So Benjamin Krem came to Los Angeles. Every year he would come to New York and give a lecture and do a public meditation then he'd come to los angeles and do the same and then san francisco and do the same and a friend of mine said benjamin crema is coming to town to lecture you should you should check him out so i did i went to one of his yeah. lectures this was about 27 years ago 28 years ago i went to one of his lectures well <laughs> about 97 percent of what he said went right over my head okay but the, but the other three <laughs> percent i i really made sense to me yeah um he answered questions that my religion couldn't answer like 
like, what is the nature of the soul? Well, the nature of the soul is to serve. And it makes total sense, right? I mean, it's just common sense. When you get in touch with the fact that you're a living soul, you start looking for ways to help people. And and that's just natural. Well, that kind of thing made sense to me. And so I started following him. I read a couple of his books. Okay. I subscribed to the magazine, and I decided, you know what? I need to volunteer for this organization. It connected with help. you. Yeah, and help get this word out because <clears throat> people don't know what's coming. They're losing hope. And people need hope today. Well, PBS, that's definitely going. Hey, listen, you know, our food prices, are, uh, April, April is the month in the UK when everyone is screwed because oh, the food sorry. and the energy is expensive. Listen, we, I, I want to talk to you for, for a few more minutes, then I'm going to let you go, but we'll get those links in a second. I was, as you may be aware, I was sent some suggested questions. I haven't asked one of them because that's not what I do. However, however, there is a little section in these suggested uh, questions about UFOs. Talk yes. to me about UFOs because I've seen one. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. yeah. Years ago, years and years ago, my wife and I, now my ex-wife, we were stood on the balcony of our flat. It was about five o'clock in the beautiful summer's evening. The sky was clear. And I said to her, wouldn't it be funny if we saw a UFO now? And do you know what, Dick? 30 seconds later, something went across the sky that we could not explain. And we both went, holy shit. She's like a, a journalist. And we both went, oh, my God, this is, this is freaky. So I'm totally into yeah. UFOs. T you, tell me yeah. about your angle. Sure. Benjamin Krem worked with the space people, the space brothers and sisters, oh, yes. uh, before he started traveling the world to tell the before he was asked by one of the masters to to travel and talk about Maitreya's yeah. emergence. And so he he knew these folks very well. He knew George Adamski. I don't know if you've heard of him. One of the very early, early contactees who documented okay. a lot. And um, so Benjamin Krem knew about them well. Here's the story, as I understand it, yeah. about the space people. I, we don't call them aliens because that's a horrible nickname made up by the Western, by the Western uh, countries to discredit them. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, they tell us two things. Number one, they don't exist. And number two, they're evil. <laughs> well, you can't have it both ways. I mean, come <laughs> I, on. <laughs> I noticed you called them space brothers and sisters, which is, seems yes. a little bit friendlier. Yeah. They're humans. <clears throat> Benjamin Krem said that's all Cosmos is, is humanity. Cosmos is all about the evolution of humanity. The, this planet evolves because we, as humans on it, evolve. Yeah. That's how the planet evolves. So anyway, they don't come from Sirius or the Pleiades. Those folks have their own issues. Oh, God. They, it, it all makes sense. <laughs> Our solar system is a system in itself, yeah. a system of life. There's life on every planet. Now, people say, how can that be? Our 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 UFOs are primarily coming from our two neighbors, which makes all the sense in the world, Venus and Mars. How can there be life on other planets? Uh, uh, may I tell you briefly? Please do, and then I want and to give you listeners? my theory about life on other planets. Uh, but go okay. on. Okay, sure. There are different levels of physical reality. We know that. Mm -hmm. We know that there's solid physical, there's liquid physical, there's gaseous physical. Even the gas physical, a lot of it you can't see, smell, touch, anything. But you, what we know, it's there. Science has proven it's there, that oxygen exists and so on. Well, there's a level of physical life above gas. The Ageless Wisdom calls it etheric physical, like ether is a very high vibrating gas. Etheric physical. Well, you can't see etheric physical just like you can't see oxygen unless you have etheric vision. Some people on the planet okay. do. Those are people who see auras, and yep. aura is the beginning of etheric physical. Okay. okay. Our planet is just the right distance from the sun that we can be in solid 
liquid, and gaseous physical bodies without melting or freezing to death. All the other planets are either too close or too far away to have solid physical life. Okay. They can't have they can't have lakes and rivers and and oceans because they'll either freeze or they'll or they'll evaporate. So the life on the other planets is physical, but it's etheric physical. We land a camera on Mars; it doesn't have etheric vision, so it sees nothing but desolation. Oh, but there's, there's, there's billions of people. They're there. Mars. They're all there laughing at yes. the the, the and buggy. And their spacecraft are the same thing. And what they can do, they can temporarily lower their this. science is thousands of years beyond ours. Yeah. They can temporarily mm-hmm. lower the vibration of their craft so that it becomes temporarily oh. solid physical, and then we see it. See, they're up there in the thousands in the sky all the time but we only see them when they want us to and they're telepathic ian yeah that's why they appear to you you said i want want to see a ufo they heard your thoughts and appeared for you it was a gift to you and it it totally happened and it's i I, I was telling my boys about it and i said go and ask your mom and she went yeah it did happen here's my theory right and i guess maybe uh, my theory is right that like a million years ago we all lived on mars Right. And then for whatever reason, there was like a space war or there was like some huge ecological disaster. We had to move from Mars and we came and lived on Earth and we kind of destroyed the planet. I guess that doesn't tie in with your thing because everyone's up there living there having a having a ball, apparently. Yeah. Well, (laughs) they're not having a ball because they have different levels of society. For example, the people on the surface of Mars are the most advanced. They're very, very advanced. Their science is about a thousand years ahead of ours. There are people who are in the middle of the evolution of Mars has a different plan. Every planet has a god. Yeah. And then the solar system has a god. And then the, then the, um, the, the Milky Way, which is our galaxy, has a God. See, there's levels of evolution in, in the spiritual world, just like there are in our physical world. We're all at little bit different levels of evolution, you know? That's what makes the world go around. Okay, so each planet has a God and there's a different plan. Like on Mars, there are people who live inside the planet. They're not allowed to travel because they're so evil. They're so nasty. Benjamin Krem said, you wouldn't want to meet one of them in a dark alley. Wow. So they've got like really bad people living <laughs> oh, yeah, underground yeah. in Mars. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're etheric so they can live in the planet. Oh my God. See, that's why their spacecraft. One of the things the space brothers and sisters are doing for us that we, we owe them a huge karmic debt. They have huge motherships that are mopping up pollution all the time to keep our planet alive, Ian. Yeah. Now, they can't mop it all up because no. they didn't make the mess. Karmically, they, they're limited as to how much they can mop up. But they have ships in the sky mopping up pollution, ships in our earth mopping up pollution underground, and ships in our oceans and lakes mopping up pollution. And they're doing that <clears throat> to keep the planet alive until we wake up and finish the job. Dick, listen, I'm I'm, I'm going to move on. We're going to give sure. you a big plug in a second and all of the links and stuff like that. Can I be honest? When I got sent the email, I thought this guy is going to be a fruitcake and this is going to be an embarrassing, you know, kind of drooling. I've really enjoyed talking to you, Dick. You, you are an intelligent, you know, this probably sounds patronizing. I don't mean it to, but you are I an know. intelligent, bright, charming guy. I, I, Some of what you're saying, I can go, okay. Some of it I'm like, hmm. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But I have really, really enjoyed talking to you, Dick. So thank you well, so much mutual. for your time. 
that's mutual, Ian. You are a true professional, and I want to congratulate you on having the courage to have me on. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. This Listen, we'll get you back again at, at, at some point. Strange uh, story, but but yeah, go on. People should people should have hope because I'll tell you, Benjamin Krem said, and his master told him that within two years of Maitreya coming forward, starvation on the planet will end. Because what we're going to learn to do is nations are going to learn to share their excess production. Uh. Instead of keeping the grain in storage bins where it rots if we can't sell it for the right price, we're going to distribute it. Nations are going to distribute their excess production. And then you start talking nonsense. <laughs> it's and get it back. Because that's, that's such an obvious thing to happen. do, but we don't. Right. But one of the things that the pandemic is doing is it teaching us how to live with less. Yep. And that's very important for the future of this planet and for the future of humanity. Our needs will be met, but uh, not all our wants. Okay, and there's a difference in needs and wants. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and so uh, we've been so, we've been spoiled the last fifty years. We get you want it, something, you you go online, you get it that afternoon, whatever yes. you want. It's a bright future. And one of the things the pandemic is doing is burning up some of that karma from all the mistakes we've been making so that we can have this brilliant future. It's a great time to be alive, Ian. We're going to see wonderful changes just within our lifetime. I love a karma burn-up. Dick, if people <laughs> – listen, you're coming back on at some point. I've, I've so enjoyed okay. talking to I'd you. Love Thank to. you. Um, well, if people want to find out more, where, yes. are the, where are the best places to go? What, what website and where should they look? There's a couple websites they can go to. Go slowly because I'm going to type them and tweet them. Go on. Okay, share, S-H-A-R-E. Yep. I got it. Hyphen, that's a dash. That's a dash, yep. International. International, yes. All spelled out. Yep, go on. Um, I'm not that slow. Org. Dot org. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that slow. Right, yeah, go on. And that's... there's another one. Yeah, go share on. Share-international.us. Okay. Either one of those are great. The U.S. one, you can get through to the international. You can click through to the international one. So any of the, either one of those are a great source. And like I said, Benjamin Krem, I, maybe I didn't say, he has about 17 books on Amazon. I'm not here to sell books. But if people want real, more detailed, heavier information about the Ageless Wisdom and about Maitreya, they can check out Benjamin Krem's books on Amazon. Dick, I've so enjoyed talking to you, man. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. No worries. We'll speak again. Thank you. Well, there we go. I mean, you know, you know me, right? You know, I mean, I'm an old hippie kind of guy, and I, I do believe that thing about um, that we came from Mars, and I get teased for that a lot. And I did see a UFO with with a woman who is it was a journalist. You know, um, here's the thing, right? Supposing that's all nonsense and all completely made up. It's kind of a nice story, right? You know, on the day when we're seeing Keir Starmer being threatened with um, with a noose, the day we're seeing Keir Starmer being threatened with a noose because our prime minister um, said in parliament a right wing, extreme right wing meme, hearing a guy phoning up and, you know, chatting to a guy and going, you know, something big is going to happen and we're all going to look after each other. And, and that's kind of a cool thing to hear, right? Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manis and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Right. Hello, Dave. Hello. Um, I had to call straight away because I've just had a revelation. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and so it begins. So, All right, yes. So my trailer lived somewhere like Slough. Yep. He's done lots of interviews across the world, including Japan, America. Yep. He's now being silenced and isn't on our media in the UK currently. Yeah. He's in 27 places at once. So that must be a nightmare, right? That that's got to be, be, be exhausting, isn't it? Well, and that's what I'm going to ask you, Ian. Oh. Because who oh. are you? Sorry? So... What? Think about it, Slough. So think about Slough, yeah, I grew interviews up in Slough. across the world. Yes. Japan, you're in the media. You've now been taken off of the media. You're now not on mainstream media. I've got one, Maybe. I've got one, I'm loving it, Dave. I've got one thing, though. I ain't Asian, and I don't do blackface anymore. He, he, said, he said living in that area of London. He didn't necessarily say was Asian. Oh, okay. Maybe I read that, actually, I might have read that in the, in the bug. Shit, it could be me. Exactly. And you think how quickly your brain jumps around doing all those things at once. Like, does it feel like you're in 27 places at once? Yes, it does. And that's why you can't remember faces and names because you're meeting all these people at the same time all the time. Let's get Ian, dig- I think it's you. Let's get Dig back on the line on my trailer. Oh, it's a lot of response. Imagine, though, Dave, imagine being like the saviour of the world. That is a big responsibility. Or maybe, or unless, of course, you're doing the big double bluff. You know it's you, and you just don't want the you don't want the asshole. But do you know what I do? When I think when they stopped taking me to on Good Morning Britain, I think they took it to the Queen and said, "Well, exactly, the Queen and Piers Morgan are conspiring." Mate, this is it. This is it, Dave. Thank you. You've made me feel special again, and I like that. I like that. Ah, oh, man, it could be me, couldn't it? Couldn't it? I think it might be. Lots of people with no place to go. That's some song, isn't it? Um, so, okay, so we talked at the beginning of the show about laughing. By the way, you can call in about Dick. You can call in and say you think it's bullshit. You can call in, well, you, whatever. You know what I mean? Be, be respectful, because he was a nice guy, and he was respectful to me. He was respectful to you. I've just tweeted the links if you want to go and have a look at those. But you can call in and say you thought it was absolute bollocks if you want. I don't mind. But be respectful. So at the start of the show, by the way, this is live. It's uh, 10.56. It's Monday, the 7th of February. I'm Ian Lee. Uh, You can call me. If you're on the app, you can look at the app and it's got the phone number there. 0203 286 
or you can Skype TLNA. So I talked at the beginning that I'm going to stop. I'm stopping. I'm making the conscious decision to stop laughing and stop smiling just because when other people are laughing and smiling at something I don't find funny, right? And it's a weird feeling because you kind of go, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we do it. And I was at this this thing. Let's say it was at this thing the other day to make it easier. And um, I just thought, I'm going to stop. And it was weird because I was the only one there, just sat there blank-faced. Anyway, Ms. Um, Baden has emailed radio, uh, what is it? What is it? I don't know what the email is. Radio at radioanywhere.live or something like that. Hi, Ian. Just listen to a bit of your show. I can explain. The reason you feel like you need to laugh at things that are not funny, but that other people are laughing at, is because you are a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Really? No, I think if anything, it's an ADHD thing. Or maybe it's a social thing. I did have a row with Claudia. Uh, Agius from Paddington Green show that apparently none of my listeners like um, about ADHD she said no it's, it's bollocks there's no such thing as ADHD you're just a Gemini and I kind of we, we ended up having an argument in a coffee shop in Crouch End and that's okay you will think this is nonsense but I promise you this is a Gemini trait they are fakers some might say they are diplomats <clears throat> they know exactly what to say and when and it is usually completely tapered to appeal to the person they... What the, what the fudge are you banging on about? What the fudge are you banging on about? Miss, let me just pause for a second as I let my fury subside. Hello, Dave! Uh, let my fury subside. Great album. Mm. I'm reading... Whose who's Beatles book am I reading? It's, it's rubbish, where he slags off... Jeff Emmerich. Jesus, it's such a badly written... So Jeff Emmerich was the... I, I've never read it, since you could... She's bollocks. It's, Jeff Emmerich was like the engineer for the Beatles. And um, hmm. and for some reason, I got him confused. I thought it was Glyn Johns. I'd like to read a book by Glyn Johns. But it's it's really badly written book. So then um, Lennon decided um, that he liked, uh, that he liked uh, both versions of Strawberry Fields Forever and wanted to splice them together. It was difficult, but, we, but I did it. George Martin was there, but... I did it. And the whole book is him slagging off George Harrison and rimming Paul McCartney. Lennon gets mm. gets uh, begrudging. This was uh, a day in the life. This was actually quite a good song for John. And Ringo's, <laughs> Ringo's gets gets nothing. But he hates Harrison. He did, he did work with um, McCartney for long after. Well, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm bored. I'm, I'm just read Sergeant Pepper. It was boring. I just want to get past the Beatles and uh, I just want to read about him working with McCartney. You know, let's hear about them having, uh, you know, sexual fantasies about each other because it's. So maybe that's where he's, his bread is buttered. So he thinks, oh, you know, he might ask it's me again. It's such some a point. badly written book. It really is lousy. Hmm. Anyway, how may I be able to you? Why do you think people overcomplicate stuff sometimes? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think people are scared of simplicity sometimes. You know, and we're here for eight. We're here for eighty summers if we're very, very lucky. Jesus you know, seventy-five, whatever. Yeah. Don't please, um, don't please don't bring that number down because I'm aware that I'm <laughs> I'm like in, approaching the final act. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is it, and there's nothing else. Yes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like people like. Oh, Dave's gone. Dave has gone. He has been censored by the man. Um, 
Dick, I don't know if you're still listening. I got your message. That is taken in. Um, that's taken in the spirit in which it is intended. Thank you very much indeed. I'll read that properly. Let me call Dave back. What the hell happened there? This is something spooky is going on, right? Don't forget, you can download the app, Radio Anywhere app. You can listen online. Hello. Hi, this is Dave. Oh. Would like to give a message? That's- Hang on, Dave's calling in on this. It gets confusing. Hello again, Dave. Dick- you Did God cut me off? That was it. You were censored by um, the universe. It's like in Don't Look Down, uh, was it? Don't Look Down, the uh, Divine Comedy somewhere. He's talking about his atheism, and God has said, I've had enough of his atheistic yeah. crap. Yeah. Have you, is, 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 the, is the new Divine Comedy album out yet? Uh, what? It's just the greatest. Oh. The greatest bits, the best stuff, yeah. Okay. With, a, they, with a new track on it. Why are they releasing it in February? Surely that's a Christmas release, right? You would have thought so, yeah. This is like Brian um, Wilson um, recording his Christmas album on December the 9th. It's insane. Well, I guess they've got, they got a tour coming, so, you know. Okay. Uh, All right. right. Neil Hannon. By the way, I've, I've managed to blag tickets. This won't impress you because you don't really have that much taste. I've blagged tickets to see the Bare Naked Ladies live at the Royal Albert Hall in oh, uh, nice. March or No, I, I, I bought uh, a lot of Bare Naked Ladies stuff on, on your... Um, Recommendation. Love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. Yeah, Steve. I mean, Stephen Page. Yeah, but uh, yeah, love them. Oh. Anyway, Dave, let's 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 get to yes, the meeting. Where, where, where was I going? Um, you know, there is no God, and we're all going to die. Um, <laughs> happy Happy Monday, everybody! Happy Monday. Um, yeah, I, I I think I said I find it very hard to go to funerals because um, um yeah. <laughs> because it's because what because they're not there. someone dead in a box that's it there's nothing else right. you know right yeah i dig that um yeah it's quite hard i i can do the service bit but any sort of um burial or anything i can't go anywhere near i wonder oh uh, i mean if i had my counseling hat on i would i would encourage you invite you to you know, go back and back and start back. the clock, are you? And, no, <laughs> no, and and find out where that that comes from because that must come from something. You know, oh, just, we're, we're in a pathological fear of death. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Like if you ever start thinking about it for about five minutes, and have a panic attack. Uh, for five, no, oh, five in that minutes, case, let's let's not, let's not induce let's not induce a panic attack. No, no, no. But uh, that thought of you're not going to be here someday, and that's it. Um. <laughs> and I, I believe, I believe that, I believe that's it. That you know, the light gets switched off. Is it's, it's, I heard someone describe it a couple of years ago brilliantly, um, as he said to someone, it was like a phone in, and he said, well, do, "Do you remember what it was like before you were born?" No. Well, that's what death is. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, okay, okay, yeah. and that fits. That works for me, you know. And, and I, you know, I, I've got nothing against people who want to believe what they want to believe, but I don't see anything else as coping mechanisms for not going absolutely nuts for the fact this is it. Mm. <laughs> uh, and there, there's, I don't know, there's, um, there is, you know, and that's what, hey, it's, and it's, it's, it's stories told to make people behave in certain ways yeah. and morality will come from that. Um, and it's, this is fairly simple. <laughs> it's, in, it's in massive sort of, you know, revelations, but, um, uh, I just um, Fuck, uh, okay, that guy, that guy, you're that making guy me was, feel more depressed. This is the most depressing. <laughs> that phone guy call. was. I mean, that guy was entertaining, and I, I didn't. I did enjoy, you know, his thought process and everything. But um, 
yeah, in its entertainment, that's what it is. But I'd really like to know what you know. You said he got laid off, and then he decided to do this. So, yeah. You know, putting I, your hat on again, I would go. Well, he sent me a little know. bit more information privately hmm. just after that, oh, yeah, which, yeah. which kind yeah, of yeah. you go. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. But here's the thing, right? I thought he'd come on. And he'd be an absolute fruitcake, and we'd all be going, <laughs> listen to this. He was a really nice, mm. intelligent guy. I, know, I really enjoyed lovely fella. I enjoyed talking to him. And I love the stuff about Mars and about things being kind of, you know, I would phrase it as being in different dimensions that we can't see. I kind of buy that. I think string theory kind of proves that to a certain extent, if I've got the right kind of scientific phys- physics theory. Um, but also, you know what? Right now, everything is shit. I'm so pissed off with this... this um, Keir Starmer, that do you see that mob yeah. that threatened Keir Starmer with a, there was a noose? And fair play to him, right? Whatever you think of him, he's walking through that crowd, face forward. That must have felt awful. If you've not seen the clip, mm. look, it's horrible. People right in his face, someone with a noose calling him a traitor that he should be effing mm. killed, shouting out about Jimmy Savile. That mm. has come from our prime minister, right? And and for yeah. the other stuff, but that has come from our prime minister. And so going from that, which I watched just before the show. To a guy saying, you know what, there's this person coming and, and we're all going to share stuff and we're all going to get on. And that's kind of a nice yeah, story yeah, to hear. Yeah, it's a exactly, nice story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and part of you would like to believe all that, that this guy's going to come along and cure starvation and cure the, you know, and help save the planet. <laughs> um It'll be great. You Listen, I, I, I took it as a story, right? A really lovely story. Mm. In in Well, again, Dave, you know the issues I've got with, with radio. You know, d- d- flipping it, in this mm. time slot l- last Friday, it was James Whale arguing with Lawrence Fox about vaccines. Yeah. Dear God, mm. I would much rather listen to... And let's let's call it. I'd much rather listen to a really lovely story for thirty minutes. Now, obviously, yeah, um, yeah. Dick doesn't think it's a story; he believes it, and that's great. I would rather listen to that than you know a posh actor and and an old fart arguing uh, for the uh, sake uh, of arguing. I say I think a lot of people at the moment are withdrawing from you know the news cycle and just you know throwing themselves into you know whatever it be be something to beat Beatles podcast or I've, I've just or discovered music, um, I've just discovered Future Man which is this really dumb vulgar silly comedy series about this guy um you you goes travels through time trying to save people but he's an idiot I'm loving it it's dumb and it's silly and it's wonderful and so very quickly Helen has just asked on Twitter what happened with Rainbow George's tapes in the end would you like to know what happened Dave uh, you dodged a bullet I dodged a bullet but then today I thought I, w- I wonder what happened to Rainbow George's tapes so I texted one of George's hmm. friends who was kind of I was te- I, I was in touch with a friend and with a nephew, I think it was. And yeah. um, so I uh, I texted the friend and I said in the text, half three today, I'm curious, what did happen to those tapes? And the friend has replied, mm. Ian, hope you're well. I defer to the family. It has to be their decision. They are storing the tapes for now. I suggest you cock. Uh, you con- I said cock. Oh. I suggest you contact another of George's nephews. Now I'm not going to, 
Because no. I don't want those tapes. That, that moment I think is past. That way madness lies, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. And I'm enjoying doing this little two-hour show. I'm enjoying it being twice a week. But if I get really busy, I do it once a week. And if, you oh. know, if, if at half past 11, I think it's done, finish it. Having 2,000 tapes from Rainbow George would be an insane <laughs> commitment. So I'm not going to pursue it. I may get in touch in, in a bit and say, listen, I'm out of the running, but I just wondered what was going on. Could be the curse of Rainbow George. That's what he was trying to curse you with. <laughs> yeah, I would. You know, I'm, I'm, I was genuinely waiting, right? Genuinely, this says a lot about me. For um, uh, a message saying George has left you that uh, two thousand yeah. twenty-one pounds about the Eurovision mm. bet. It's in, it's in his will. And he's left it for you, and it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> that, but it didn't. Miserable bastard no. didn't put me in his will. No. Dave, I'm going to no. play a song, and you get to choose it, right? But you get to choose oh. it by number. I've got All my right. dis- I've got my Spotify, and I love Spotify because it's got Rogan on there. Screw you, Young, yeah. who's now doing adverts yeah. for Young's doing adverts for Amazon. Oh, okay, those morals. It's notes for well. you, is it? Yeah. <laughs> notes for you. Right. So I've got song number twenty. And I've got yeah. song number 22, both great bits of music. Are you going to go for 20? And, and whichever one you pick. Is I'll, either of them Grease? Is that, is that my question? The Grease Mix, the greatest bit of music. Have you ever known them? If, listen, if you want to get a load of 9 to 12-year-old girls dancing at a school disco in 1982. I think I'll be carted off at some Grease point. <laughs> right. 20 or 22? Which one are you picking? Uh, oh, 22. Okay. Yeah. Well, you turned down... Classical Gas by Mason Williams. Oh, thank God. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off because you chose this. Oh, two. Oh, three, two, eight, six, six, three, seven. Oh, I just put my cardigan on and during that song, I dashed upstairs to put my electric blanket on. I ain't no fool, guys. I ain't no fool. Let's use... Let's use as much energy and gas and electricity as we can before April, shall we? Sorry? Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh. Sometimes he sings. Big boy, you okay? Big boy, okay? How dare dare you you humiliate me on my radio show by not speaking when I command you to speak? How dare you? We gonna do it again, big boy. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Oh two oh three two eight six six three seven zero. I'm having fun tonight, man. This is this is hello, big boys. Just jumped on me. Big boys in the name of my cat, by the way. I'm having so much fun tonight, right? This is like a proper hello, big boy. Should I say I'm getting purring for you? Hang on, let me just get him purring. Hang on, hang on. Here it comes. You're going to purr. Here we go. Here we go. You're going to purr. Here it comes. You're going to purr. Are you going to, hang on a minute, call. I just want big boy to purr. Why are you not performing tonight? Get on my nerves. Hello, caller. Evening, uh, radio host. You should be a radio host at the top, in the top job. (laughs) 
those those bastards oh, oh, those oh, bastards oh, oh. aren't following the right script what is it <laughs> hello radio caller um you should be calling the top shows you deserve better than this <laughs> how you doing man uh, yeah, not so bad today. Thanks. I, I um, really, I really wonder if you're bipolar because right. your swings, are, yeah. I find them. F- I love hearing you upbeat, Alistair. I really love it. Um, your swings oh. really are something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, it's 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 amazing. Uh, I mean, I even actually was sitting at about tea time, thinking I should get to a physical meeting, and I nearly went. Oh God, man, it's been um, a while. Go, 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 go. I didn't, I didn't go, but I mean, I will be very soon. I'm, I've, Good. I've got a very strong feeling in my water. That it makes such a, it makes such a difference doing a physical AA meeting as opposed to online, yeah. or as, a, as opposed to. I mean, I spoke to my sponsor tonight for the for the first time in. Jeez, about oh, three yeah. weeks. I haven't spoken to my sponsor mm. for three weeks. And the reason is because mm. I'm stuck on um, step nine. I should be going and making amends and mm. I haven't done anything. I haven't done it. And I need to just open that mm. book and go, right, who am I gonna who am I gonna contact today? Mm. But you know, I mean, I'll do it next week. <laughs> well, the, the, you know, take it at your own pace. You don't have to rush it and Yes. You know, there's yes. no shame in, in it taking a bit longer. No but. shame, no blame, baby. That doesn't mean anything, but there you go. Um, just brief on talking about cats. You were referring to Big Boy. Big Boy my is sat cat. on my lap and he will not purr and he will not talk. Jeannie yes. uh, just is collecting boys around the neighbourhood. She's been done, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but she's still collecting know, I've had, boys. I've had two cats at least come into my yard Ooh. when Jeannie's been asleep and I've, had, I've I've nearly gone up and woken her and said, what's going on? Yeah. Well, shout out the know. cats that you know their parents and you know where they live. That, that'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that guy was really interesting. Um, what, what was his name again? Dick, Dick Larson. Dick Larson talking yeah. about my trayer. Because when, when you said Dick Larson before, I thought he was a guy from uh, the A team. Um, uh, oh, that's Glenn a, Glenn a. Larson. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's Glenn A. Larson, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I thought it was interesting. My take on it is this. Go on, let's hear it. That in terms in terms of my belief about the universe and everything and the creatable, yeah. his, that's part of the story of what he's describing, okay? Um, and that may be an episode in the universe's um, circuit, rhythm, you know, in terms of, the, you know, the, the story of the universe that's going to come. Yeah. Um, let's hope it comes soon because, you know, God, what's going on at the moment? But yeah, I, I can, I can relate some of that stuff that he's talking about. Definitely. Well, which right. bit in particular? Well, the, the stuff that he talks about when, um, people start listening to, a good guy, a guy who's got influence, who's a kind of a teacher. Yeah. And that that, and that may change. There's a lot at the moment that people are listening to um, a lot of noise and, and horrible stuff. It's a really horrible, horrible time to be a human being, isn't it? Yeah, I keep, I keep, I keep. I mean, that, that I keep going on about it. that Keir Starmer thing is terrifying. You know, we've had two 
um, no. MPs murdered, God, yeah. you know, by extremists yeah. in recent yeah. years. And these people are right in his face. Someone's waving a fucking noose at him. And and that I tell you where that comes that comes from primarily two people Piers Corbyn, but, pri- but in this mm. instance the Prime Minister because a lot of them were shouting about the Jimmy Savile thing that is mm. untrue. Um, the, the press probably apart you know there's lots of people to, to play but our Prime Minister it's the same thing as the um, you know in America when all the the terrorists storms is it the Capitol building not Capitol records mm. the Capitol building and that was promoted by. The president, you know, Donald yep. Donald Trump. And 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 Johnson is playing that same Oh fuck it, I don't want to go on about it. It's just a really shit time to be yeah, alive yeah. And, 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 and people are you know, it's just awful. It's awful. Yeah. And it's no, ni- it's nice right. to hear someone it's, it's, talk it's, about it's, someone better. I mean is uh, uh, that guy in number ten is trying to out Trump Trump. It really well, is. He's playing by that rule book, and and that way, but, uh, madness and bloodshed lies. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to mention and get in quick before he cut me off that I've got a new mix. Okay. Um, oh two oh. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I did, he, uh, he 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 kind of invited me to cut him off. There, guys. Right? You you heard that? He invited me to cut him off. I know he's got a new mix. Mix. If Alistair, if you tweet it. I will retweet it. It's got a new mix cloud. He plays some really good music. So, Alistair, if you tweet it, I will retweet it for you within the next few moments. Don't forget, um, if you want to advertise, we're going to do the sponsors uh, uh, tomorrow. We haven't got two at the moment. If you want to advertise on the station, dead simple, right? For £75 a week, you will get an advert made for you that gets played throughout the day. You'll get a live like little advert done by me during my show at least once a week. And you will get tweeted to 96,000 people. That's for 75 quid a week. 300 quid for a month. Interested? Send an email to radio at radioanywhere.live. Radio at radioanywhere.live. And the other thing that keeps this radio show going is our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful patrons. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way of um, paying the artist directly. Loads of comedians and musicians do it. Our friend Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies does it. Danny Baker does it. Loads of people do it. And I do it with my good friend Catherine. Oh, steady on, you mucky pups. I mean Patreon. And um, go and have a look at patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine, patreon.com slash I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K. Loads of different tiers. Two quid, you don't get anything, you just get a prayer, two quid a month. Alistair, I'm going to retweet your thing now. There we go. Um, uh, Richard, stay there. I'm going to come to you in a second. Uh, 4.99, you get a 45-minute best of podcast of The Late Night Alternative, which is a show I'm still doing with Catherine. I would suggest the best value is 666 plus that. And for that, you get the 45-minute best of. We do two TLNA shows a week, aside from these radio shows. You get 45-minute best of of those. You get the full audio. You also get sent the link to the private paywall shows. All the shows the rest of this month, the Late Night Alternative, will be behind a paywall. Wednesday, uh, we're joined by Pete Heat, three-hour show. Pete Heat's joining us. Friday, we haven't got any guests so far, but it's a three-hour show. If you want to see those shows and then hear those shows, patreon.com slash I-A-I-N and K. 
Catherine with a K. Patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. And it's, it's how we make our living. And if we lose too many, we lost a few this month, and that's okay. But if we lose many more, then the first thing that's going to go is Tuesday's Radio Anywhere show. If we lose many more after that, the whole Radio Anywhere will go. This is kind of like a bonus thing that is paid for partly by patrons. Final bit of advert, then I'm going to go to Richard, who's just called in. Um, don't forget, you can listen to all of the Radio Anywhere Ian Lee pointless phone-in shows for free by going to your podcast provider and typing in Radio Anywhere. Go to your podcast provider, type in Radio Anywhere, and you can listen to all of the shows. I think I've done about 25 of these, maybe even more, for free. Hello, Richard. And and the best thing you can do, hello, Ian, is uh, if you've already listened to them, download them anywhere and then just delete them. Because I guess that counts as a It as counts, a and we get like we get a few pennies for everyone that gets downloaded. And on a good month, you know, me and Catherine can buy a couple of nice lunches out of it. So downloading the podcast, even if you don't listen to it, is still really, really helpful to us. So thank you very much, Richard, for that. How may I That's be of it. assistance to you tonight? Well, I mean, I, I can't remember when I spoke to you about Beatles about being on uh, back on TV. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm just stuck watching old stuff on time. I mean, the good news is Press Gang, which I loved as a kid, is back on telly tomorrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where is Press Gang? That, I love it. On that TV, which seems okay. to just show any old random stuff any from old the shit. 80s and 90s. Yeah. I texted, uh, I WhatsApped Dexter Fletcher last week. Did he reply? He did not reply. He has replied oh. in the past, but he did not reply this time. He's very busy. He's a big movie director now. He wins Oscars and stuff. That's incredible. And it's incredible because that obviously his series of Games Master is now you know much maligned, but it wasn't his fault. He no, it, we had him on the show once, right? Because I, I walked, I kind of found myself walking side by side with him on Tottenham Court Road, and so I tweeted him and said, "Oh, I was walking past, walking," and he said, "Oh, you should have said hello." Anyway, we got him on the show, and he told a really interesting story that after like press, I think I've got this right. After press gang and Games Master, he couldn't get a gig, and for a while he was living in a car. Because he didn't have the money to 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 get like a, an apartment or anything, he was living in a car, and I, I can't quite remember the full story. But he managed to turn everything around and become an Oscar-winning director. Good on him. Yeah, good on him. I like him a good. lot. And you know, Keith. Guy, the other thing I've been watching, and, and yes. I saw it, and I thought I remember this, but I can't remember why I remember this. Brian Conley, when he was the biggest thing on TV. Oh tonight. God, yes. Right, and he was great. It's not as if he was on TV and he was rubbish. I, I enjoyed the scene. I used to pop it and all that. It's a puppet! Um, exactly. You've got to have a cash phrase. And he did a sitcom where he was a prisoner coming out of jail what? and going straight. So pretty much, you know, he's going straight with Robbie Barker. But no, the twist is he falls in love with his um, probation officer, who what? happens to be a woman. Yeah. Exactly. It's called horny. Time After sounds, Time. This sounds really horny. <laughs> yeah, but he's already got a girlfriend. He's waiting for while he's so he's kind of he's the good guy in this, but he's also two time in his girlfriend with What was he in prison uh, what was he in prison for? Imagine oh, if so it was wasn't like, in prison for long. It's probably like robbery. Imagine it was imagine it was for like a, an assault. <laughs> I think you know what I mean by that. It was, it was and, and that was his that was his um MO. LWT made that out as as a family sitcom. I don't know. But uh, that'd be a bit darker. But it'd be a, but I quite liked it and I realized After that, fifteen years inside, Conley <laughs> for an assault Conley's back, but he's in love with two women. And it reminded me that 
when it was on originally, but I was much younger. Yeah. In the nineties, I, I was uh, I had a crush on Samantha Beckinsale. Now everyone obviously fancies a half sister Kate these days, but who was? She, I don't she, remember she, Samantha Beckinsale. Yeah, she, she was in this, and she was in another few sitcoms, ITV sitcoms of the early nineties. She probably would have been in them. Okay, okay. She wasn't in Me and My Girl, was she? Oh, I can't remember who that was. Who was that? But uh, that was a guy. I used to love Me and My Girl with um, oh, no. Tim Brooke Taylor and um, Richard O'Sullivan. They'll probably turn up on one of these channels again soon. There's all kinds of just rubbish being, well, not rubbish, but you know, just stuff that hasn't been on TV for 30, 40 years, just randomly being dug up. Joanne Ridley, ladies and gentlemen. Joanne Ridley. And they work. Okay, here we go. Sitcom based around widower Simon, his daughter Samantha, and life at his advertising agency. Five points, Richard. If you can tell me the name of the advertising agency in Me and My Girl. Sadly, I've got no idea, so I will not be winning those points. Eye catchers. When I was a drug addict, um, and, you know, like proper proper in it, and um, I, I was taking terrible care of myself, I'd, I'd rip my face to pieces. This is a great story. I'd rip my face to pieces thinking I had like hairs trapped under my skin. It's kind of like a Coke thing. People generally think it's bugs, but my face was a mess. And I was in a terrible state. And I thought, shit, I've got to go and get a haircut to to try and get back into life. And the barbers where I lived uh, in Muswell Hill, it was a shit barbers, actually. Did really, really bad haircut. (laughs) But I went in and this guy would not stop talking, right? And he was talking about how he was friends with Amy Winehouse. This was before she was massive. And how he'd cooked rich, he cooked, he'd cut Gervais's hair. But he told me he was the boyfriend of Richard O'Sullivan's daughter in Me and My Girl. That was his, that was his job. He was the boyfriend and he'd not been able to get an acting gig since. And I'm desperately looking on IMDb. How the fuck, Richard, why are we falling down a Me and My Girl rabbit hole? What have you done to me? That wasn't my fault. I didn't mention me. No, but you phoned up. You phoned up, Richard. I mean, it could be worse. We could have gone down the two of us rabbit hole. And that would have been... Oh, God. I used to really... um, I talk about TV crushes. I used to really fancy her. That was a weird... That was a weird... That was one of those sitcoms where it's just not funny and you know that laughter has been you know, d- cranked up to the max. What? So the premise was they lived in like a basement f- flat, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Windows had been in a lot of sitcoms. What was the one More with the lady, the lady who went to America? Um, she was in a basement flat. You know the programme I'm thinking of, right? The lady who went to America was in it. She didn't go to America in it, but she then went off. Lindsay? Lindsay? Is it Lindsay? I- off the top of my head, I can't. I can't remember. So what, someone will remember because you know because there are a lot of sad people. cases out there that listen to this. Well, I'm, myself included. I'm, I'm going to type in Lynn. You're, sorry, mate. You're not going anywhere till this is done. Now, <laughs> uh, actress called Lindsay wasn't Lindsay DePaul. Let's find a famous people named Lindsay. Um, these are Americans. Who the hell is Lindsay Graham? Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> Um, actress called Lindsay. Uh, oh, someone, some, please, someone on Twitter, just put me out of my. Right, so it was a sitcom, and it was a woman. Was it called Three? Oh Jesus! 
I'm so sorry, Richard. You have entered my uh, ADHD nightmare. Yeah, apologies. We we have ended up down a rabbit hole of obscure programs. No one remembers. It was called. So it was. She fun. was. She lived like in the basement, and she was like really hot. That was the the premise. Was she was hot? <laughs> oh oh! I've been texted. It. Hang on a second. Three up, two down. Do you remember that? Three up, two down. I knew I, it had I, three I in it. The name, yes. Um, yes. Three up, two down. Starring. Here we go. Let's let's just get this now. Here we go. Uh, starring Lizette Anthony. Oh, what? She was in something else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that, and not me, because yes. I think everyone would have switched off if I'd have said it. Is you? You're carrying on the flame. What uh, else was she no, in? Lizette Anthony. I can't remember. I can't. Her remember. real name she is might, Lizette Anchodsko. She might have been in an episode of Love Joy, and I've just googled her after watching that. Or something. She was in um, film Husbands and Wives. She was in the first series of Alvida Zane Pet. Um, television. Uh, let's have a look. So three up, two down. She was in Love Joy, um, Campion. Uh, oh God. Campion. They never repeat Campion, do they? That's, that's never repeated. That's not a new cake. I don't even I mean, know. Oh, Campion. God, Peter it's Davison Peter is a toff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of it. Peter Davison at a toff. He looks like, um, in that picture, he looks like um, the comedian Tim Vine. <laughs> I'm going to tweet the picture because he uh, he looks, hang on. I'm, right, saving that as Campion and I'm saving that on my desktop. Um, he Get ready, guys. You're, you're about to see Peter Davison um, looking like Tim uh, Tim Vine. This is what, this is what, this is why I can't get a job, isn't it? It makes sense now. But this, is what, this is what people want. Well, there must be millions of people listening no, again. This is literally what you it's and I you. want. It's, that's it. It's just me and you. Well, I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's, this is the um, the equivalent of the people who phone ring my bell on Channel 4, isn't it? They're speaking to... You're, you're the uh, you're the Mary White of so Judge James Tickles of the year 2022. Uh, um, oh God! This is uh, that barber's. Oh, we go. Candy says that barber's in Muswell Hill was so awful. My boy's hair looked like it had been cut with a knife and fork. It was a crappy barber's. Candy, you're absolutely, you're absolutely. Richard, you've been on the phone for eleven minutes and twelve seconds. Did we get to? Have we approached the point you wanted to make? Yeah, I think it was just here's some stuff on TV I've been watching, which you know, generally is. You know, it could be worse. It could be the crap on YouTube I've been watching. Okay, thank you very so- much. Goodbye. Let's play a song. <laughs> That is um, Yola. That is every time I hear that, that just gives me um, goosebumps, man. Holy shit. Um, I once asked, I was at a, a fate and there was a bouncy castle and I turned to the person who I could see was sat behind me on a bench and said, excuse me, mate, you don't know who's running the bouncy castle, do you? He said, I think it's that guy over there. And the person sat on the bench was Sir Elton John, ladles and jelly spoons. Sir Elton John. Um, hang on a second. A friend is in trouble.
When a friend is in trouble, Sing Jun, then uh, immediately everything else gets put on hold. 0203 286 is the phone number. Although we're coming to the end of the show tonight. I mean, it, 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 if this were a real radio show, you'd have 23 minutes. This ain't a real radio show. This is radio anywhere. It can be whatever I want it to be. And if I want to end it, excuse me, then I'll end it. What do you reckon? We got time for Does anyone feel the urge? Anyone feel the um the the spirit to um give us a call? Anyone? Mm-hmm. Anyone? Or do we do it? Are we done? Are we finished? Is it done? I don't want to drag it on any more than, you know, if we're done, we're done. I mean, I sit here and play music all night, but I could go to bed. I tell you what, we're going to give it 30 seconds, right? And if no one calls in in that 30 seconds... We go to bed. It's as, it's as simple as that. No more music. No more talking. And we just come back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock and pretend. Oh, there's a picture of me and my boys on the Empire State Building. Do you remember going places? Do you remember going places? Ah, dear. God, I really miss my kids at the moment. Um, So, we're going to have 30 seconds. Friend is in trouble, man. Friend is in trouble. Here we go. We got a phone call. Well, I'm typing. Oh, click. We got to press the button to accept the phone call. Hello, caller. Did you hear the latest joke about Elton John? It's a little bit funny. Okay. Well, that went better than I thought it was going to. That went better than I thought it was going to. Welcome to the Tesco Mobile voicemail Tesco service. Mobile. <laughs> you got any Tesco Mobile. 30 seconds, guys. 30 seconds. And then we're going to knock on the Well, that's the end of the show. Go and download the podcasts. Join us again tomorrow night at 10 o'clock and sign up to patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. Good night. This is Radio Anywhere. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.